It's another episode of Bits Over Broadway. Bits Over Broadway. Oh, wow. Soft, relaxing. Yeah, I'm trying to channel Delilah. I love that for you. Thank you. What is the, what's the word, the German word for when you notice something, when you learn something new and then you start noticing it everywhere? I have no idea. Okay. Well, that's a thing. Um, (laughs) It's a phenomenon that the Germans have discovered that the English word late on I guess of course but I feel that I'm having that now I don't know if it's just because it's top of mind for me so I'm noticing it more but yeah. I feel like my Instagram feed today was so heavy Royals content interesting and, and I don't follow the Royals no yeah yeah sorry the Royal family not the Kansas City well, Royals of course. I don't follow either but <laughs> to be clear my Instagram feed was full of the Royals yeah, 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 of England. Yeah. yeah. And that's not usually my thing. So I'm not sure if this musical, this week's musical is. Maybe. Man, is it just because I'm listening to this week's musical that I'm noticing it or is something some percolating? Well, are okay. we just picking up on the vibes? We, we might be picking up on the vibes, but also there has been, uh, you know, is the queen dead or not? She's certainly cutting cakes. She's certainly not in the public <laughs> eye at the moment and hasn't been for several months. <laughs> Here's what I'll say. We were, I do believe we were on the forefront of the Keith Haring renaissance. That's true. Because that motherfucker has a collaboration with every oh, yeah. retailer now, Gap, which I emailed you about, but he, but Keith Haring also has, Keith Haring's art is also being used by Muji. Oh my God. And I just saw someone today in sweatpants that was like a brand that I can't remember and Keith Haring. Okay. He's really... I, the straight he's dead the, right yeah he is yeah he so his, his, his estate is yes. like oh yeah, yeah they're like you know what gloves off he, everyone can have it <laughs> i don't know how i feel about this yeah but neither do i we did i think predict that trend in our TikTok boom episode so well, i think interesting interesting so i think who's who's to say I don't know. Pioneers, I don't know. Or maybe ones. maybe it's just what that thing of like we talked about Keith Haring and now we're very aware of him. That's and he we're and just seeing him everywhere. It could be that. And yeah. It could be that. But I do know that they that he has like his estate has been like they're making out. moves. Yeah. Let me tell you <laughs> that fountain at um, LaGuardia. Uh-huh. They have uh, it like plays this whole like show like Welcome to New York kind of thing. Yeah, and Keith interesting at the airport. Uh, Keith Haring's leave. art is part of it. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. They've put that fountain uh, when you come in to go to the yeah. airport to leave. It, you don't see it as you're exiting. It doesn't make any sense. Not great design, but listen, we're in New York City. We don't have time to think about we time to think who's going to see what fountain. We are very busy. We are walking <laughs> 15 blocks in 10 minutes. That's where the water hookup was. We don't have control over things like exactly. that. That's where the water fountain goes. So it, not it, her problem. Most, uh, mostly everything in the city, the majority of things are pre-war. So we, we're just working with the pre-war architecture. <laughs> this water fountain is pre-war plumbing. I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, okay. Connor, do you have any bits? <laughs> no. No. Not at all. Then let's just dive right into this week's musical. Oh, no. This week, we are discussing <laughs> Diana. Diana. The musical. The musical. Connor, hit us with some facts and figs. Well, I don't want to tell you what to do. <laughs> Go ahead and hit us with those facts and things. <laughs> okay, I am definitely going to be referencing this 
<laughs> drop in like part of my notes on this show. Uh, Diana has music and lyrics by David Bryan and Joe DiPietro and a book by Joe DiPietro. Um, the same team uh, from Memphis. We love them. We hate we em. love them and we hate them. <laughs> uh, the production history. It had an out of town tryout at La Jolla from February of 2019 to April of 2019. And then it moved to Broadway. Um, it was originally supposed to open in March of 2020 COVID casualty. It moved to, they were originally, they were going to do it. They were going to like, uh, if I remember correctly, they were going to reopen in December of 2021 and then they moved that forward and they opened, uh, in November of 2021 and then ran until December 19th of 2021 for a total of 33 performances. <laughs> And I didn't see a one. Nary a one. Um, Netflix did uh, a like sort of a teaser, right? Because yeah, it came it was, out in October. It was supposed to be like uh, essentially a commercial for mm-hmm. the musical. Um, it is the full staged music musical. There's no audience. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just the show, uh, like on the the uh, Broadway stage. And it came out on October 1st of 2021. Um, and oh boy, did that get panned by everybody. Yeah. Probably a bad decision to make that. And then a month before you opened. Yeah. I I wanted to say. I know we're, I, say, I know we still I have facts it. and figs. But. I wanted to say like, I like that model yeah. of, but maybe not before. Yeah. Especially because I think things my understanding of the theater and I want to be very clear. I've well, never been on Broadway well. or off or off, off, off. <laughs> um, what is the version of Broadway we're in Missouri? That's the one I've been on. There you go. Uh, <laughs> there it is. But I, it's my understanding that even in previews, the show can change. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah so I think it's, uh, I've, I agree with you that putting it out maybe even before your previews yeah. is sort of locks it down. Right. Because they did do previews. Um, before the opening, mm-hmm. which they didn't get to do in March of 2020. Right. Um, so there could have been some changes that happened. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Um, it was not a nominated for a single award. Can't believe it. I mean, and how? I forgot. We forgot to close the I'll door. get it. It's just our pesky pipes. <sighs> yeah. It's cl- our fault. We need heat. Clanking. <laughs> trying to get in. If we had a worse landlord, this wouldn't be a problem. I mean... <laughs> If only. Uh, it was nominated for zero awards, count them zero. And Damn. just uh, in case you didn't know, Diana Musical is a musical about the life of Diana, Princess of Wales. There you go. Okay, I love that. Yeah, that's the synopsis. Okay, Picasso. I like it. All right, we're done. <laughs> turn it off. <laughs> Tur- turn it turn off. Turn it off. I do... <laughs> Connor and I both just put on our, we got to talk about this side and really... We're ready to dive in. Go ahead, Connor. <laughs> um, I was going to say, I think, again, it was a really bad decision to put the Netflix show out a month before the show. I Speak on that. I do think that that might have been the bullet that ruined it. It. The show is bad. I'm like, let's preface it. Incredibly bad. But if a preview of Cats had come out to the larger world before Cats had been on Broadway, I don't think it would have been a smash sensation. Exactly. So I think the you probably should have waited Mm -hmm. on the uh, release of the. And probably should have written a better show. 
Well, that too. And I guess that would be my other piece of advice. And should have done a better job. You should have done a better <laughs> job. And again, we've never written a musical, but I think I could write a musical better than this. I felt renewed. Uh, <laughs> everything I felt in Tick, Tick, Boom, where I was like, I'm an idiot. I right. can never do this. I reneged on and was like, no, I actually could. No, I, I actually could, could do a better job. I could job. do a better job than this. <laughs> it felt like, okay, there's a lot to talk about, but I just want to preface this all by saying every single lyric, it felt like they were writing the lyrics exclusively by just hitting like randomize on rhymezone.com. Yeah, they absolutely just copy pasted the wiki entry for Diana Princess of Wales, put it into a generator <laughs> of some sort. Yes. And said like sort of a, a Lin-Manuel Miranda AI. Yes. And said, make lyrics out of this. This is how you write a show. And mm-hmm. I'm going to say, no, it's not. <laughs> no, I'm going to say bad. Bad decision. Uh, the other thing this suffers from, and we sort of touched on this in our Memphis, or I sort of touched on this in our Memphis episode, uh, this duo loves to yeet you through time. Oh, my God. And they love to not tell you the time that has passed yes. between scenes. And that is a huge issue in Diana. Oh, my God. Yeah. Incredibly and, huge. And they, whereas there was not a lot of story in the songs in Memphis, they are putting every. Fact and fig in these lyrics. Literally too much story. It's so it's it, it is the wiki entry. It's yeah. boring. It's dry. Just yeah. because you're singing I'm Diana of Wales. I was a kindergarten teacher. Right. Over a beat that doesn't make it interesting I was a information. Orphan <laughs> Diana of Wales. <laughs> I also uh, was getting weird six vibes from this show a it little. It was trying to do that. It was trying and I think failing. But also I one of my things about the music in the show is that it is leading leaning into every worst impulse that rock musicals have. Mm-hmm. I, I read, I don't remember what review this was, mm-hmm. but I read, it must have been in the wiki on the show that someone said, even listening to it, feels like it's early aughts. Yes, in a, I think that was it's an the, early aughts sensibility that I do not like that yeah. is even cringier now. And I was like, that is so on the money. A hundred percent on point. Yeah. It feels just wailing old. guitars and like everything is at a 10. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, it's just, I very little lyrical complexity at all. Like these two yeah. write simple lyrics, but this felt like it felt like a, it didn't feel like it was telling a story. It felt like a recitation of facts. And I think that's right. what I was having trouble articulating in our Memphis episode. Whereas Memphis feels like it's telling you a story that is yes. using real life events to give context. Diana is just simply telling you. Yeah. It's sort of picking up on my point from that episode of of the living through it versus not versus yeah. being too young to understand it. They were right. like. Here's all these moments you know. You know. You read the text. Like, you know about know. the fuck you dress. Like, exactly. And it didn't feel, yeah. it didn't feel like it was enriching our understanding of Diana. No. It felt like, it felt very lazy. You know what this is. Yes. You get it. And we're doing the, we're doing all the costumes and you know this outfit. And, and I think they used outfits as a way to signify time. But if you are not familiar with Diana, this is not, uh, you, you're still very out of time and not understanding where we are in history. They, they like, 
the time aspect of the show is so <laughs> awful because it is again her like basically entire life in two hours mm -hmm. her yeah from, from her meeting charles her meeting charles her whole life to yeah. her death yes in two hours you are moving from point to point so quickly, mm -hmm. sometimes within the same song. Yes. Like literally yes. Harry. A, a lot within the same like song. Like William, William are born, are born in, in the same one song. song. Mm -hmm. It is insanity how quickly you are moving. And because of that, you, like you said, you don't get anything like they don't say anything new about Diana. It's literally just this is her. Mm -hmm. And it's very surface level. So, so surface level. And. It just—it doesn't work. The lack of subtlety. Oh is, my god, is unbearable, and I think it's like getting hammered in the head with a brick over and over. The I need to pull up the name of the song, but when all of the a uh, worst job in England, yeah, is that what it's called? Um, when all of the the, when the queen is talking about like, oh, she's gonna do all this, and then you have the literal servants telling you all the bad shit too, right? Like. There's no, there's nothing. There's no subtlety. No. There's no. It's a crystal it, clear blue lake. Like. You can see right through Well, it. she's going to be the queen of, she's going to be the heart of England and everyone's going to call her fat. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think there's a more deft way to do that right. than what they did. I was very off put by that song. I thought it was bad. the worst job in England. Yes. Yeah. I just did not. I'll, it was a tough, it was a toss up for me on what I hated more, the worst job in England or this is how your people dance. And both of them made me want to just absolutely leave, yeah. walk into traffic. It is not good. And one of the things that I don't like about the music, one of the many things I don't like <laughs> about the music is that they are constantly like, especially in this is how your people dance and that mm -hmm. kind of thing. She's talking about like, oh, you know, I love like Prince I and like. A queen and all these things so like we're talking about all this pop music mm -hmm. and the music itself mm -hmm. is incredibly 2000s it, yes <laughs> yes which is crazy since bon jovi right you are literally you were you in were the 80s in you the were 80s. there like, you were making the music i wanted this like because they were so good at um getting the sound of the 50s in mm -hmm. memphis like down Excellently. Yeah. Why was there, there was nary a synth to be found. Uh, the, like not, not one. a one, like not one synth. The drop today for <laughs> facts and figs was exactly what I wanted <laughs> from Diana. And it, yeah. I, I, I didn't get any of it. I didn't get it. Also, I'm so sorry. I just absolutely don't believe that princess diana listened to funkadelic i just don't believe it i just simply exactly. do not believe i was i literally did. i literally was like did she was she really this invested in pop music i don't know a lot about diana okay so here's what i know about diana and everything i learned about diana i've learned uh Against from your will <laughs> from the from a two-part series that you're uh you're wrong about did okay the podcast you're wrong about loved it goes really in depth it's actually probably three or four episodes i should look uh, into that you should i like it because i don't care about royal stuff same and i think they do a really good job of not caring about the royals okay. i think sometimes with royal stuff it gets way too bogged down in yes and and i do think that this musical suffers from that oh yeah which 100%. is the constant need to devil's advocate for the royal family yes um you can just say that they're like monstrous parasites you well, yeah. absolutely don't need to be like 
but it's they're they're dude like we don't need the apologia from the royal family um but so everything i know about diana i learned from you're the word uh from you're wrong about and i did go see spencer uh Mm. with Kristen stewart now (laughs) whereas this yeets you through her life yeah spencer is just like one day it's three days it's a three-day weekend yeah one weekend in the right. whole relation, the weekend essentially where yeah. they decide to get divorced, where the queen grants them the divorce. Basically. Okay. Gotcha. Um, it's horrific and it is, but it's very laser focused. Yeah. So very different stances here. Um, but I they f- don't, they didn't really talk about her love. I don't, I think that's a thing. They are so obsessed with how young she is. Yes. And, that's fair. She's 19 and he's 32 when they get together. Jesus Christ. Okay. That, the power the, dynamic, the imbalance. The, wait, yes. She was a literal child. I did yes. not know that. Yes. Very I, young. I knew that she said that I knew they said that she was 19, but I didn't realize he was in his thirties. 32. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jesus very, 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 Christ. very disparate there. Um, and she was young. Don't get me wrong. The, uh, my, I have a real issue with the way they portray her in the beginning of this, where they're acting like she is just a person they plucked off the street. Yes. Like, she is Lady Diana. Right. She is She's a noble. already noble. She is, in, she is in their echelon. Like, is she a royal? No. Like, she's not of right. the palace, but she is absolutely, she's like. Grew up with. I was gonna say because I read in the Wikipedia. Not grew up with him, but, but like, like they grew up in the same near circle. the royal family. Yeah. They were their how her house was very close right. to their country. Like she knew them. Right. He dated her sister. Right. Like she was. There's a line right in the beginning of the musical where she says, oh, "This party is so posh. I had to step outside." I'm like she runs in these circles. Right. She grew up like this. Like yes. this is not. This is not a new thing for her that I think what's really important to delineate for Diana for me and this is just one woman's opinion and again I don't know a lot my source material is scant but for me to me she the the it was not that she was not unprepared for being in fancy situations yes she was unprepared for the level of scrutiny and like attention and uh, uh, things of that nature that come along right. with being a royal, but she's not a. She doesn't not know what being royal is. Right. Like she knows. I, I just really did not care for the. This is the way your people move. Like to. She's like, oh, I'm so bored with Bach. Like, right. I don't think that's true. <laughs> like, I think she did a pre. You can love Casey Musgraves and you can also go to the symphony. Exactly. You can, those things don't have to be in conflict with one another. They're not mutually exclusive. And it feels very like two old guys, two old rock guys being like young gals these days just don't respect the classics. A hundred percent. And it just felt very, it just just felt very off to me. Like, I don't think, I think it's really important to draw a picture of Diana that she was not some dumb right teen that they found on the street. Like she did come from very, she came from wealth. She right. came from a noble family. Like yes. they had, they were known. It was like a, it was a really weird like portrayal portrayal mm-hmm. of the beginning of it. Don't get me wrong. She's young and that should be touched on, but not for the reasons I think they think no. it should be touched on. No, not at all. Like I, let's talk about being so 
famous so suddenly yeah. at 19. Like, let's look at it as a child celebrity. Yeah. Right. Like all of a sudden now the doors are open for you and right. you can do like that's a more interesting that framing. Is, yeah. That's where the youth, I think, comes in. The youth yeah. and the celebrity. Like you can look at it like uh, Drew Barrymore. Right. Yeah, Absolutely. Someone who is just thrust into the limelight with no. Yeah knowledge of that prior to and right. having every door opened to you at once like what is that yeah whereas they're like well she's just a dumb idiot who likes duran duran like <laughs> okay all right here we go i just i don't know i felt that it was a very shout it's very shallow. Our, our critique of yeah joe and david they're very shallow very shallow. not a lot of deeper analysis here well yeah that's like I feel again, I said this in the Memphis episode, but it feels like they don't care. They like don't. It, it feels like they're a million miles away mm-hmm. and they're just like throwing everything and hoping to God something sticks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Memphis, you can feel the care and like how much work. Mm-hmm. Like you can't like you can't see the work, but like right. you know that like there was effort that was put into this. Yeah. Whereas like Diana, the it feels like they were just like Okay, well, I guess the Royals are having a moment, so let's just put a yeah. Diana show. Diana's up on. having a moment. Yeah, she so fully let's is. do it. Yeah, like it felt like that. But it okay. This is my juxtaposition. A uh, friend of the show, Peter Smith. Yeah, did Ugh. a. Why didn't their show get? Why put didn't on Broadway? their truly? This is my petition. Yeah, put Peter Smith's Diana on Broadway. Literally, that is a show that treated Diana with such tenderness yes. and compassion. And uh, care about mm-hmm. the person that she was and the things that she did and the pain yeah. that she was in. And this feels so flippant. And th- I do feel that this yeah. does. How is this any different than the tabloid stories? A hundred percent. This feels very surface level in a way that is disrespectful. Absolutely. Um, and the New York Times Review even said that. They're like, if yeah. you care about her or about her dignity, do not Don't see watch this. It's not. And and I'm not even saying I'm saying that because she was a person who right, suffered absolutely. and was in pain. Right. It's nothing to do with the royal family or no. prince her being princess. Like it is just a person who was very clearly suffering right. and was forced to live through a humiliation on a scale that very few people will ever, ever, exactly. ever experience. Right. And you should be respectful of the right. struggles that 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 she if you're going to do this, yeah. you don't have to indulge. I get it. Like, yeah. I, you don't have to indulge in royal content if you don't want to. And that's very fine. I generally don't. But if you are going to do this, then you should do it in a way that is not insane and no. disrespectful. Yeah. Um. That said, I loved the lady who played Camilla Parker Bowles. I oh, thought yeah. She, she was, was great. So good. Yeah. I also really loved Charles. Yeah, not as a person. No, the yeah, actor he's who a, played the him. actor was really good at um making me hate him. Yeah, so yeah. kudos for that. Yeah, and you should. Yeah, you should hate him because he sucks big time. Yeah. Um, I didn't. I did think that they were too nice to the queen. I thought that they were way too. Oh yeah, hundred percent easy on her. Um, well, she's like kind of hardly in the show, yeah, which is and, weird. Yeah, and she's the bad guy. Yeah, totally, a hundred percent. She's the bad guy in this situation. She's not good. Um, I, oh, uh, some lines. Also, I did note the time jump. 
in my notes wrote jumped from Diana Meat Whales to she's had a baby. Oh, 100%. literally her first introduction as the right like to be princess, mm-hmm. and then she's pregnant, and then she's pregnant. This this is the thing going back to like how they don't like uh, treat her with respect. Essentially, it's because they're moving too quickly. Yeah, they're shoving so much information mm-hmm. in such a short amount of time that you can't like empathize with her like we talk they talk about like the suicide attempts and Mm -hmm. they talk about her like harming herself Mm -hmm. but it's like in one line in a song Mm -hmm. and then you see her in the hospital and it's there's a scene and that's it Mm -hmm. like you never sit with her pain Mm -hmm. you never like there's no there's not catharsis because there's no like tension that's built it it doesn't feel like they think she exactly it, it it doesn't feel like they care that she is in pain. Yeah, it absolutely. It feels like they're like, yeah, she's having one of her episodes. Right. I feel like they are diminishing her mental health. A hundred percent. In a way that's like, that is the whole thing. Yeah. That is the whole thing. And that's the reason why the first go around, this got so fucked up because we didn't have that conversation. Right. We still don't have it enough, but like you, she was a person who was struggling and you're doing this. You're just glossing over it again that feels very why are we what is the point of this endeavor are you just capital like you said are you just capitalizing because diana's having a moment or are you do you care about this exactly uh what why did you write this i I really want to know yeah what was the impetus to write this musical yeah uh she a fairy tale born in hell. I, these lyrics are just what's the the one uh, fairy tales exist, but this one has a twist. Like what? What the uh, fuck are you writing? It's just so boring. Uh, in the song where right after William is born, yeah. Uh, so I guess it's still that whole scene because that scene is so long. It, so a, many things yeah. happen. Uh. She's and there's just so getting, much music. The, it's all very, it blends together so much because it's pretty much sung through. It's almost entirely sung through. And there's it's, a couple scenes that aren't, but it, all of the music sounds the same. Yes. Because again, they're leaning mm-hmm. into the worst impulses of rock musicals. Mm-hmm. There are some moments where I hear what the songs could have been. Yeah. I want to say, like, I will. There are some. Yeah runs that that actress that diana is doing yeah or there's some notes that are happening that i'm like oh, i love this i love this yeah section right this eight notes and then i don't like anything else right but i can hear where this could have been beautiful and moving i feel like that happens throughout the show constantly mm-hmm. because like in the second act there's the the scene at the aids clinic yes and that it's so that's like the moment where it's like, oh, she's a human being. Yeah. And then it gets completely ruined by the stupid fucking lyrics. Oh my God. I might be unwell, but, but I'm, I'm handsome, handsome as hell. hell. I'm sick, girl, but I'm not that sick. Like, what? It's what? Like, it, they, are we doing? They took this incredibly, like, nice and almost beautiful moment and they just dr- mm-hmm. drove a semi truck into it. Yeah. They were like, okay, but it's funny because they're gay. Right. It doesn't like and that happens so often throughout this entire show. And I think that scene in particular is just so they're back to back doing, oh, don't take a picture of me. My family cannot know that I'm sick. Exactly. I cannot be publicized next to these weird sassy gay friend lines that they're doing that are just like 
clunky and it feels like, oh, you see the humanity. Right. And then you're still doing this. Why? Why are you doing yeah, this? It's so weird and not No wizard, good. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Nary a wizard to be found. <laughs> Nary a wiz. Uh, she, oh, okay. The line that makes me want to die. So she's just given birth to William. She overhears Charles taking a phone call from Camilla and he, Charles says, I will always love you and you still haunt my dreams. <laughs> Is that a compliment? <laughs> you haunt my dreams. <laughs> Not I dream of you still, just you, right. you haunt me. Uh, I think the choice to, here's what I did like. Here's what I'll say in favor. Okay. I liked the choice to have Camilla and Charles on stage so much together and to have a lens and to have like a view into their conversations. Yes. I thought that was really interesting. I thought that was maybe the only thing I liked about the show uh, was that Mm -hmm. side of it, of how everyone is in agreement on how they're going to manipulate Diana, except for Diana. Everyone's in on it. Yes. Except for her. Yeah. And I think that, relationship is a really good exploration of the fucked up shit that Charles is living through, which is my mom is telling me my duty is to my country and I cannot love the person that I love. And I understand and I acknowledge that pain. Right. And also me and the person that I love are just going to fuck up this other person because we can't be together. And so we're going to make their life. We're going to make their like. She'll be perfect. She's exactly what we're looking for. Right. There's no thought of what if she actually has feelings for you? No, like yeah. that's there's that's not part of it because we're in love. So it doesn't really matter right. how she feels about it. But I thought that that was a really interesting relationship to show. And yeah. I think that 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 I did appreciate that aspect of it. That's a positive I can say. Yeah. Do I think that their songs were Good. I couldn't pick out a single song from this show. No, I couldn't Honestly. either. They're all like the gun same to my song. head. I could not tell you a single song from the show. I I agree with you. I really like the Camilla and Charles relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, they obviously have much better chemistry than uh, Charles. They were in love. They were right. very in love. It is insane. It's what whatever the royal family is, whatever mm-hmm. bullshit Charles did, it is fucked up that he could not be with. Yeah. Also fucked up that she was married, but like, but like that also, that was an interesting moment where it was kind of like the two of them were like, it was like an open marriage essentially. Basically. And they were just like, yeah, okay. And then her husband at one point is like, we should probably like pay more attention to each other. And she's like, eh. (laughs) Why now? Yeah. Like (laughs) it's been this long. Yeah. It's, I think it's really, um, interesting it's again one of those like moments that where the show like you can see the show that could have yes. been. You're getting those glimpses of yeah. oh I do like that. Pull on the oh no, yeah. oh no. Okay, oh, we're sorry, done. we have to be five years later now. Right. Oh, I'm so sorry. Like <laughs> I really like um kind of not talking necessarily about the plot or like the structure or anything like that, but there's this moment, I don't know if it's in the first act or the second act, um, where you see the stage and you see above them like the tableau of Buckingham Palace mm-hmm. just hanging over the stage. Yeah. And I loved that choice mm-hmm. because it's correct. Correct. Like the queen and the royal family was like imp- an imposing figure upon mm-hmm. Diana's life. And I think they should have like leaned more into that aspect of it. Again, like they were too easy on the queen. Yeah. She should have been the villain. 
Yes. Along with Charles. What you need to know is that none of these people are making their own decisions. No. Every decision that's being made is being made by Buckingham Palace. Exactly. And that is what makes Diana's choices so those moments would hit so much harder. Right. If we realize that what she's doing is going against we're just told they literally say she's not following the rules. It's telegraphing. Yes. They're telegraphing every yeah. single thing that's happening. And that's like one of my main issues with the show is that mm-hmm. it, it feels like there's no stakes. No, not at all. Because they're just telling us that it's bad yeah. that she's doing this. And I'm like, but why? Mm-hmm. Why should I care? Mm-hmm. They're not explaining that part. They're not showing that part, mm-hmm. which like if you leaned more into the again, like her choices are not her own, mm-hmm. then that shows that better yeah but they're so hell-bent on telling this story in such a short amount of time that Mm -hmm. you can't they there's literally no stakes yeah at all and i think there has to be a happy medium between diana and spencer yeah there has to be a happy medium between her relationship with charles till her death and then just a three-day weekend right what frustrated me uh and i have kind of said this already but i just when they talk about her revolutionary choice or her revolt, not her revolutionary choices, but right. her revolt, they go, what they say is sort of implied here is that she wore clothes. Right. And that's, uh, yes, but also Buckingham Palace had a lot to say with her wardrobe and what she looked like right. at appearances. That's not a thing that you get to just choose. That Absolutely. is very calculated. And I think what's interesting is that. You can tell towards the end of their relationship that, in my opinion, I think they were fucking with her. Like, I do think that they were forcing her to wear things that made her look goofy as hell. Mm -hmm. There's an outfit she wears in Spencer that's, I've been told that the fashions are very similar. Mm. Uh, This, like, pastel yellow suit with a tri-corner hat that she's wearing at Christmas. Like, you don't wear pastels at Christmas, but that was picked out for her. Like she was told to wear that. That's not a thing. And she looked great and she was very fashionable, but that's also just of the time. Like she was a beautiful woman. Of course. Who who was wearing clothes because she was beautiful. Like, I I feel they were very reductive and made her, you can tell that they were writing for a woman and they had no fucking idea and they have maybe not great thoughts about women (laughs) just like i got very misogynist vibes from this show it just felt very like 100 the way she is gonna get back attention and looking hot right (laughs) oh we're doing diana's a bimbo like right (laughs) and it's like the weird thing is is that memphis was so good about giving you the larger context of the world Mm -hmm. in small snippets that made you understand like okay this is the stake for these characters Mm -hmm. because of this thing we get none of that in diana Mm -mm. it doesn't make Mm -mm. any sense Mm -mm. and I'm like, I literally said this to Steph because Steph and I watched this, watched Diana and Memphis together. And I was like, I looked at her, I was like, what the fuck happened to these two people Mm-mm. between Memphis and Diana? Got too rich. That is probably true. <laughs> I assume. I, it's so disconnected yeah. from reality. It, it is bam, bamboozling. It's, uh. Yeah, it's, I think I w- was like, during the wedding scene, um, which has some really cool Broadway magic happen yes. with the dress. Yes. That was pretty awesome. I'm not going to lie. Um, where she's like singing and she's just in her slip and you can see the tableau of like mm-hmm. her and um, behind her. Yeah. And uh, then she like steps behind Charles and this like 
suddenly in the, in the dress. dress. It's, it's fucking incredible. Incredible stage work. Um, incredible. But uh, I wanted that to be the act ender. Yes. I Because what I, the way that I was thinking that this show could work is sort of like Tick, Tick, Boom, where it's about the failure. Yeah. And then it's tell like we're, it's more like her death is more implied as opposed to speeding straight toward the death. Like a car in a tunnel, well, baby. <laughs> being chased by the press. <laughs> um, like I wanted to see, I think like the way that I would have done it if I were writing this musical is the first act entirely be their courtship leading up to the wedding. Mm-hmm. And then the second act being everything that went wrong. Mm-hmm. And then the finale being the divorce. Yeah. I think the divorce is the place to end it. A hundred percent. For sure. A hundred percent. And then you can do the light of the world or whatever her last song is. Yeah. You can do that little wrap up. You can go full Eliza. Yeah. hundred percent. Doing the epilogue. You know what I mean? Yeah. That is kind of how light, light of the world is working anyway. Absolutely. Make it more that. Like, yeah. Just, just end earlier. Like we don't. Exactly. Here's the thing. We all know how the story ends. Exactly. We know who Princess Diana is. This is not. She's one of the most like <laughs> famous people in the fucking world. She had a beanie baby brother. We know who she is. I still have that beanie baby. <laughs> I cannot stress enough. I was like three when she died. Yeah. And baby, I have baby, that baby. fucking beanie yes. baby. <laughs> Again, this is not, this was not part of my. Right. World, right. it was in the sense that I occupied this world at the same time that this happened. Exactly, but this was not a thing that affected me in right. any way. Also, I know some people grew up with families that their moms were super invested, yeah, uh, in Princess Diana, but my mom was not. Uh, so I just also just didn't have context for right. that. But also, I was young. I was, I was, I was very, I was very invested in Barney at that time. <laughs> Cannot now, if Barney enough. had died, my God, devastating. That would my life would have been over. <laughs> if baby, what's her name? Baby Bob. Baby Bob. Yeah. I was gonna say baby Bebop. Who's that? Cowboy Bebop. Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. <laughs> Delete this. Also, also a nineties uh, property. <laughs> <laughs> Is that anime? Yeah. Okay. Well. All right. Eh. Um, but I wanted. I had a thought and then I'm so sorry. And then I talked about Cowboy Bob. No, it's okay. So I wanted to talk also, Connor, you and I talked about this off mic, but let's talk on mic about how bad they made Diana look in a way that upsets me. Okay. I think they made her look frumpy and big. Yes. That actress is not big. No. At no point was Diana ever big. Ever. Maybe in like 90s when everyone was just a waif. Right. But you can look at pictures of her and go, she is a very thin Mm-hmm. beautiful woman at yeah. no point was she ever fat no and i did not appreciate that they, they it, yeah. did not tailor this woman's clothes to her everything looked so boxy and not in a 90s way right. they still tailored her clo- like we have pictures of princess diana right. we know what she looked like, in like those and outfits. that's the thing is that they made the outfit look like the outfit but not they didn't like make it look good right to the point where I was like, are you saying she is a little like I right. felt like it was a statement on well, she was kind of a little chubby. Like, no, she was <laughs> she not. She was not. No, she was not. Yeah, it was every single choice in this is just balls to the wall fucking insane. Yeah. And um, and it did bring us to the question, who looked worse? Uh Diana in this multi-million dollar musical or 
Katya as Diana in All Stars in Chuck Race. History of the World. And I think it was Diana in this multi-million dollar musical. Agree. Looked agree. worse. Looked worse. I yeah. Whose Diana drag was worse? <laughs> and it was this one. It, it was, was this musical. It was a musical that had millions of dollars. And you're right, because they were trying to do th- that is Here's the thing. That's the thing about Diana. She, that's the fashion. The fashions are important. They really are. The looks are important that I knew from this podcast and from Spencer that that sweater with those sheep and the one black sheep on Mm -hmm. it is iconic. That's classic dye. Like the fuck you dress. Everybody knows the fuck you dress. I can't even talk about the song fuck you dress. I I want to. Okay, well, let's take a quick break. Just re- <laughs> not lose our minds until we get there. Okay. But uh, yes, the, the fashions are important and I wish that they had made them look better. Yeah. It felt like, yeah, we're going to do it, but we're not going to do it. We're not going to do it, it well. It felt disrespectful. Yeah, we keep again, saying that, but I just it, felt- The entire thing feels disrespectful. She punches a window and then goes to the hospital and they're like, oh, she probably has postpartum dis- disorder. Right. Or depression. Like- and it's going to get worse if she has another baby. Like, And then she has another baby and she punches Within the seconds. <laughs> Within literal seconds of the doctor being like, it will get worse. She's popping out another baby. Um, it's absolutely insane. Should we take a break? Yeah, we should because I'm just getting mad. <laughs> yeah. So let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. To act well, <laughs> we, act, we're jumping all around. We're all over the place. We haven't even talked about Snap Click. Oh my god, we haven't even talked about the media yet. Um, I did want to bring up one <laughs> thing because we were just talking about her, the scene when she's in the hospital yes. after mm-hmm. she's punched the window. Yeah. She has a line in it where she said, "Where like her sister is like, there's always a way out." Essentially implying that you can always divorce him, mm-hmm. and she says, "No, I still love him," mm-hmm. and. That line hit me really oddly because you don't we we don't see that at all. It's never shown like I've never see like tenderness between the two of them or anything in their relationship that would make me believe that she wants to stay in this marriage because of love. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I that is such a major detriment to the show. Yeah, there's a line. When they're courting. Yeah. Where she talks about her parents' relationship. Yeah. And kind of implies like their separation is why I'll never yeah, separate. I do remember that. And like that is a thing. Like, we're, so, we're sort of shown this. I don't think they do a good job of bringing this thread through. No. But they try to establish like is it love or is it that she is so desperate to make this work because of her trauma and her right. baggage? And, and like, that would be a really interesting, that would be so interesting. That would be a really interesting way to look at the show. Yes, but exactly. Fucking- Another DePietro, Brian, are they doing this intentionally or are they not? Like, right. I just don't think that they are. I don't think that that's an intentional. Yeah. I think it's very surface level for them. Oh, I extremely. don't think they see it as, I think they do think that that's love yeah. like, as opposed to desperation and Absolutely. what's the difference and what's the the line here. And, and I, I'm also interested in the sister aspect they mm-hmm. do. And I get that they have to have her speak to someone. It is my loose understanding again from the podcast and the of one course. movie I watched that she was 
not that close with her fam- family. Oh, okay. Um, Interesting. Not to the point where she was like a bedside confidant. Right. I, I don't think. Uh, I have to imagine that dating your, marrying your sister's ex-boyfriend would be. I feel like that goes against the bro code. Something. Also, <laughs> I could be misremembering this, but I am pretty sure that Diana did push her stepmother down the stairs. Go so, up. <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay, she's she, more she's, of a queen in my she's, book. <laughs> she's not without her own shit. Yeah, of course. Don't get me wrong. Again, she was a human. She was a fully yeah, three-dimensional person. Absolutely struggling. Yeah. Like, very clearly struggling. And, and this was not helped in the, at, at all. This, no one gave her any yeah, resources. This musical fully flattens it all yeah. out. Yeah. And Two teaser. Yeah, it makes it entire. It's. I, I wrote down in one of my notes, like, is it enough to just depict history? No. You're not saying anything about Diana. You're not treating her with any. Again, it's, they're not treating her with any respect. No. And it it's not enough. They're not. They are both sidesing it in a way 100%. that. hundred percent. Doesn't do anything. And it doesn't tell any. It doesn't. It doesn't do anything. No. Because you want to be generous to everybody and I don't think you can be and it just ends up being and I think also it's really important to flag we all know this but facts are facts when it comes to observable events in history are not facts they are just what you observed and what you think right right Right. like history is told by the victors yeah exactly and so like how much of this is just regurgitated from tabloid headlines yeah from or even from buckingham palace like their talking points how much of this is her own words and her own story and also andrew morton the journalist she worked with like i think it's also really important to note like how much of this was true and how much of this was diana trying to get back at charles right like don't get me wrong i do believe that there were really dark parts of their marriage oh yeah 100 and i'm not saying that there's two sides to every story, right? Yes. And so I just think that we're getting this flattened view where they're like, pick one. I'm just, just, just pick one. Yeah. Just pick whose side you're on and tell that story. That's so yes. much more interesting than going, well, this, but also right. Charles was in love. Right. Like, and like, she I had think, affairs too. Right. Like, Again, it goes back to that. You can see the, the moments of the show that could have been. Yes. Like I, like focus entirely on the Charles and Camilla relationship. That would be, that would be so fascinating lens. That would be so weird to look at their relationship through just Charles and Camilla. Right. Like, why didn't you do that? Yeah. You like those moments in the show, like again, and I know that this is deliberate because Charles loved Camilla and he didn't love Diana, Mm -hmm. but, or, or subjective, but um, their chemistry is so good yeah. between the two of them. Yeah. And it's like, you want more of that. Mm-hmm. So just tell that story. Yeah. I would be interested in that. Absolutely. Where like, is I'm not Camilla gonna root Parker Bowles' musical? <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> especially with this actress who plays her. She's Slay. F- f- fucking Slay. Slay. Slay, <laughs> Slay Cago. Um, Smash will pass. Smash. <laughs> Smash. Um, but no, it's... It's the both sidesing that they're doing. It again goes back to that whole they have completely taken out all stakes and drama. Yeah. Because they're, it's like, well, they're both bad. Okay. That's not how a story works. 
it's just a it's yeah we we keep saying it's just a recitation how much yeah how much is it worth to just depict history exactly how, how much what what value are we getting from that right um and almost like a contextless history mm-hmm. as well that doesn't provide you with anything yeah I think I really did like Spencer. It's it's weird. Yeah. Uh, I think Kristen Stewart does an incredible job. Um, I'm actually thinking of going home and watching it tonight. I think you should. <laughs> what I really liked is that it is very, there are moments of it that are very surreal. Oh, love that. And she becomes an unreliable narrator of sorts. We are yeah. so focused on her to almost the exclusion. We see a little bit of William and Harry and we yeah. see a little bit of uh, the Queen and Charles very, very, it is very, it is a very solitary, insular mm, movie. Interesting. And we start to sort of wonder. What I loved about it is that I think in that time in Diana's life, she was also not sure who to trust and right. wasn't sure who was manipulating her and was very conspiracy about yeah. life and was like, people are trying to make me look foolish. People are trying right. to hurt me and make me fuck up and right. make a fool out of me. And you're, t- you don't know what's real and yeah. because, at, because of the way that the film works, the, the, sh- the scenes that are in the film, there are some surreal like moments that are playing out that you know aren't really happening yeah. and then it cuts back to what's really happening right so we're we're not sure we're always caught on the back foot like what's going on what's what's true and yeah. what isn't and i, I think, think that's a, um, a really a more interesting choice to tell the story because it reflects her frame of mind yes. more so than just yes telling the story and yeah, and it at least has a point of view right. about something. Exactly, have a point of view. Yeah, this feels this feels like nothing. This uh, I don't know how many times we can say it. I just I just felt so disappointed. Yeah, I want to get drunk and watch this with my friends so that we can all laugh and be like, yes. "Camp slay, stupid slay." We hate this. Stupid. What a dumb bitch. Look at her. This is the part where she pl- plays the electric cello. She was not playing that cello. And then and then stage dives and then is like body surfed what is happening why am i watching like if it were a comedy it would be amazing oh incredible if it were a comedy show about a very bad diana musical i would love it 100 percent. i saw (laughs) so um i because it's a movie it is obviously on letterboxd i was looking through the reviews for it and one of the reviews was this feels like a musical that jenna maroney would star in Oh yes, one th- yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yes to that letterboxed reviewer. She, I did not get to the scene where she is with the AIDS patients. I heard, I listened okay, yeah. all the way through to the OBC, yeah. and followed way better. Um, partially because the lyrics are truly just, "This is what is happening. This is happening now." Right. Uh, but it does make it easy to follow. So I didn't see that scene. But I'd love for you to kind of talk about it a little bit more. I thought, again, that was one of those scenes where it's like you can see the show that could have been Mm -hmm. where it is this like really beautiful, tender moment. And they're talking like when especially about the photograph where they're like, I I can't my family doesn't know that I'm gay. Mm -hmm. Like I cannot be seen in this. And that's like and she's like, okay, yeah, she's fully on board. She's like fully a person with empathy and feelings. And as a woman who. 
let's look at the parallel. Exactly. She also doesn't want her fucking picture taken. Fucking like, exactly. Like, oh my she, God, like, it's if right anyone there. Understands, it's her, like, yes, Bond, like, and I get it. Pictures were taken. So yes. like, I, I understand. And it was huge. It was a huge Yeah, she was moment. one of the first people, like, to, to touch, touch an AIDS patient. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I felt. In photographs. Like, so I guess my question is for that scene. It didn't feel as impactful in the song, but yeah. did, do they make a real meal out of it in the the I touch? Mean, I, I feel like the touch is so important. Yes. Oh, they did do like okay. they was there was very it was very deliberate where mm-hmm. um they have a whole thing because uh, I don't know if you, it's in the OBC, but um the, where uh like an aide to the queen is like trying to hand her gloves. Oh no! Yeah, and um, and Diana says no. Yeah, I'm not wearing gloves. Yeah. And like Charles has this whole thing where he's like, you need to wear protection. Like you cannot. Mm. And one of the doctors that like she speaks to before she sees the Asian, uh, the patients says like, we've been trying to educate people that you can't get it through touch. Mm-hmm. And like Diana was like, okay, okay, I'm going in. Um, so yeah. So the aide is like, <laughs> all right, your funeral. <laughs> and so um, the doctor also makes a, a, a like a, point of saying the patients themselves have been instructed not to touch you mm. and the very first thing she does when she meets them is she walks over to one of them and she offers her hand and there's this like really nice moment of like the man being like I'm not supposed to do this and then it's like there is a, a nice catharsis mm-hmm. when he takes her hand and you feel this like moment of like it feels like a moment. It feels like a moment. And then they just run it over with a semi-track that is the lyrics of this show. Yeah. It's such a nice, and like, that is, again, one of those moments where you can see the show that could have been. Mm-hmm. And. You weep. You weep. Because that is such a, it was such a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. And then completely destroyed. Yeah. I think part of the flattening. So there's a moment. The moment when she's talking with Charles after her episode, mm-hmm. she's in the hospital and Charles says, what can I do for you? Like, how can I right. help you? And she says, I want to do more charity. I feel good when I do that. I feel like I can be helpful. Right. People tell me their problems and I want to help them. Right. And she's like, and I want to do it and I want to make a difference. And that's really important to me. And she 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 did some incredible things oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and did like cause celeb that worked it yeah. felt like yeah um and that aids moment there's a I reason why she was so beloved absolutely she yeah. was the people she she the cared about people. yeah she cared about them um and and i really appreciated them mentioning it but it yeah. did feel it's uh, like you said run over with a truck by the i'm going to wear a hot dress Right. Of it all. Like, okay, but yeah, that's not. It's <laughs> the whole what thing. What are we doing here? Right. I just, it, there's such, they're always in conflict with one another 100%. in a way that's not interesting, in a way that feels like they don't know who they're right. writing this musical about. No, no, they have no idea what the story of this is at all. Yeah. Um, Which, to that point, I feel like the relationship with the press. Mm hmm. And like the story surrounding the press is incredibly murky. It's not 
clear, mm-hmm. at least in my view, like because she talks like there's this whole moment in like the first act where she's like, I'm going to use the press to my advantage mm-hmm. and I'm going to like use them to get revenge. Yeah. But then and she's like talking and like everyone's like, oh, she loves getting photographed. And then within a second, they're like. I'm hounded by the press and I hate that. Yeah, she literally that's that's the thing. Like yeah. they're they're doing this while she was photographed wearing a lot of incredible clothes and she was right. known for her fashion, so she must have made that decision. Exactly. Like, no, she didn't. She didn't have an agency in that. Maybe she picked some things, but like that right. was not a thing that she I don't believe. And again, I have listened to one podcast <laughs> and watched one movie. Right. I, I don't think that she was choosing right those things for herself. And I do think she did hate being photographed. She was famously very shy. That yeah. was a huge thing for her. She and didn't have a good relationship with the show doesn't, it completely eradicates that. Uh, her relationship with the press, like the, 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 the revolution for me is her going to a biographer and giving yeah. quotes that were not sanctioned by Buckingham Palace. Absolutely. That is the, that is the revolutionary thing that she yeah. did. That's the revolt that she, she had. And it was not wearing, no, uh, an outfit and they made it seem like her like using the press to get back at Charles or something like that was like this big moment like, that was happening from yeah. from the time that Harry was born until and right. I don't and that think that she was, was true. the one who was choosing to do that yeah and yeah. it's so weird because then in the second act she says like I'm hounded by the press every day and it's made my life a living hell mm-hmm. and I, it, it it makes Literally no sense because it's such a sharp pivot. Yeah, you have from a what whole they were just song. Saying. You have a whole song about how she's like, I'm gonna right to Charles. This is bad. Yeah, like n- no, you're not. It doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. And they don't really talk about the 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 tabloid scene. So snap click, which yes. happens before they're engaged, happens which, like sort of at the start of. It's sort of this is the start of her relationship with the press, right? right? Like right. kind of overnight, it becomes impossible for her to live yeah, her life. Essentially. Um, and, and even, and after the proposal, there's even like a, a comment, like, Oh, you can't go home. There's it's swarming with press. Like, right. y- you don't get a choice in how you move through the world anymore. Right. Period. Exactly. Well, we've done all that for you. We've made arrangements. Like her autonomy was absolutely snatched the moment she said yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And it is, when we talk about the media and when we talk about tabloids and we talk about pop, paparazzi, mm-hmm. we're n- there is never that conversation of her autonomy being limited, that that contributing to the extremely limited autonomy she had. The, yeah. uh, it's very important to point out that, the, that Buckingham Palace has deep, deep, deep connections with British media. Yeah. Um, maybe not the tabloids, but they absolutely influence what is published about them and what isn't. Oh, absolutely. And n- that's never, ever touched on when we talk about Diana. Right. And I, f- to the detriment of whenever we talk about Diana, I think. Like, yes, tabloids were bad, but also the British royal family does control the media to some extent. Right. Like, the media about themselves. Obviously, they're not of course. approving what gets printed, but they no. are about themselves. They do, they have a huge PR machine. Oh, yeah. The entire, I mean, like that, you can make an argument that 
the entire royal family is meant to be a PR it's just machine. PR. It's, it's just PR. It's just PR. Which they kind of talk about. They briefly, briefly, briefly touch on that in the very first song, worst, or not in the very first song, but in Worst Job in England. Yeah. The Queen says, people don't like us. We need something yeah. to make people like us again. And you're the problem. They don't like you and they don't like that you won't get like, right. you're being a shithead. We, you, we can't make it look good. You're a fucking boring person to be around. Exactly. And you're dating, you're fucking someone who's married and right. that's not a great look for us. Uh, so you need to get it together so that we can, you know, have a comeback kind right. of. Right. They don't ever... There's never a like a mention of it ever. Yeah, again. and then then every other mention of the press after that is Charles is mad because Diana's getting more attention than yeah, he is. essentially. Like, it's just I don't feel like it's well handled. I would love a few more scenes of. Yeah. I'd love to see the scene where the tide changes. Yeah, like, we wanted them to talk about us. No, 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 not like that. Like, I want to see that scene yeah. between the Queen and Charles or right. Charles and Camilla. Like, I want to more, more than just Charles whining about it. Yes. I want to see where the tide turns a little bit. And yeah. it's just so like we're just we're just speeding through so quickly. We don't have time for any of those. There's moments. literally there's no, no time. strategy moments. It's all just battle, yeah. battle, 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 battle. A hundred percent. Yeah. And I yeah, I just. The depiction of the media is not good. The relationship with the media and their role in the story is terrible. Mm -hmm. Also, um, to any Broadway producers or directors who are currently listening to this podcast, um, please stop putting journalists in tiny little hats (laughs) and trench coats with a little percentage card. Shut the fuck up. It is not 1920 anymore. <laughs> I love them in their trenches. When they were doing leaps in front of her in the phone booth, I was like, oh, okay. Why are they constantly? <laughs> they are rolling around. <laughs> my thing was, is like, why are they constantly using the trench coats like capes, like they Dracula? Whipping those bitches. <laughs> Just, I'm like, <gasps> what? Batman did they around. let Dracula choreograph this? It's like, what is happening? <laughs> I forgot. I, I forgot. don't get it. I was delighted by that scene. It did not have the intended effect because I was just so delighted yeah by all, i was like yes leap leap my pretties absolutely Keep. they're little little flying monkeys Keep just going jump, jump 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 i loved them it's something uh listen it was something okay <sighs> um let me just tell you i oh here comes james hewitt was the big six vibes for me okay yeah and, and i can't articulate how but it just was i really okay so my thing with the the james hewitt number was i really liked the Barbara Cartland framing. Yes. And then, I think yeah. they should have done more of that. Yeah. Why only just then? Right. Well, like where? More. Yeah. Have her be telling the story. That's what I literally was thinking. That's a point of view. That's. That's yeah. Because she's like, she's supposed to be a romance writer, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is, you are literally telling a story about a quote unquote romance. Several. Yeah. Why are you not using that as a framing device? They tried in one song. And why? Like, it's right. so it doesn't make any sense. Mm. They, it's literally just like, I think supposed to be this moment where they're like, well, we need some levity, I guess mm-hmm. some, some jokes because yeah. that's the other thing about the show is that every single laugh line. And I know that they're filming it without an audience. So yeah. you can't, you don't have no to worry. Laughing. Yeah, you don't have to worry about like letting the jokes land. Right. But literally every single joke was just driven over by a train. Yeah, it was flat, 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 flat. No, no jokes. No. Oh. I think the only one that landed for me was when in the second act, 
uh, at a certain point, the queen <laughs> says, it's such a bitchy line and awful. She's like, uh, in the old days, we would have just chopped your head off. <laughs> Sometimes I miss the old days. <laughs> and I was like, that is funny. That's the queen I want to see. Exactly. I want to see this. I want to see Lizzie go full fucking cutthroat. Exactly. Queen bitch. Like, <laughs> let's do this. Like, I, you don't stay in power for 70 years no. and not get some shit done. Exactly. Here's the other. Th- okay. This happens right at the beginning of Spencer. I'm not spoiling anything. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess it's like a Christmas tradition that everyone who comes to the house gets weighed and their weight is written down. And if they don't, and then they're weighed before they leave. And if they don't gain like a three pounds or something, they didn't have a good time. Oh my God. It's like this family tradition, right? That's interesting. Psycho. Yeah. A little bit. Enter Diana. Yeah. Fully like bulimia city. Just absolutely not. Something they didn't even like really touch on in this musical. They gave her one. Okay. Focusing. Sorry. I will come back to that. (laughs) Uh, But they, she's, she's like, I'd really rather not. Um, the, so there's a new kind of porter of the house or like man of the house. And she's like, Oh, I, I don't do this. And the guy who's my usual guy knows that. And we just skip it. And he's like, no, the queen insists that everyone do it and makes her like get weighed. And I just think like, I want to see that queen. I want to see the queen who is like, you're going to do it because I said, you're going to do it. Right. Fucking queen. Like she's a bitch. Let her be a bitch. Thank you. Oh, okay. So the one line that they gave to the whole eating disorder thing was her standing next to the dress on the mannequin. And she says, it's going to make me look huge. Yeah. And I was like, I love because all we hear about the dress is like how iconic she looked and how gorgeous she looked. And everyone wanted a train like that. And everyone wanted sleeves like that. And like people wanted to look like princess Diana on their wedding day. And I loved that that moment for her was I'm going to look so fucking awful. Like I cannot stand the way that I look on my wedding day. I've, she is iconic and she is like, this will make me look just like a disgusting monster and they did one line and they never fucking no touched on it again no like and even that line again is it intentional yeah it's uh, it's like a reference but like it's not it's it's not there's no weight there's no emotional gravity to it there's nothing it's just like i'm gonna look i'm gonna look fat like, yeah, that's essential because that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not a woman looking fat; it's a woman with a fucking disorder. Exactly. <laughs> what are we doing here? And that's and that's like what I'm saying. I was like, is it intentional? Is like, it's mm-hmm. is it just them making a joke about like <laughs> women really worry yeah. whether or not they Diana look fat? Really did think she looked fat, right? <laughs> so like, is, she's like a crippling eating disorder. Exactly. So <laughs> again, is that intentional? Yeah. Probably not. Let's talk about eating disorders in relation to anxiety in relation to lack of control over your own life exactly and how that might manifest in there's someone another who, point of view like, that could have existed i get it that's a, it's a lot to dive into with a musical but i just feel like it doesn't feel like they're thinking about those things no they're not whereas in memphis i do think they're thinking about right being black and what it's like to be like maybe not I don't want to give them too much credit because like we said, we're not sure how much of it is intentional. Right. But it does feel like they maybe had some of that stuff. Yeah. There was more. There was more of a point of view and more of like. I think they had opinions and they cared and they felt sensitive about it. And this feels very much like they don't just keep saying that, but it doesn't feel like they care. It doesn't feel like they're thinking about all those factors. I'm not saying you have to, but I think that it would give 
you more emotional punch if you did, if yeah, you cared, if and, you gave a shit. And like if you, it, yeah, I don't know. I It's not good. It's, it's not, bad. It's bad. Um, Just bad. Just and bad. We like, I know that we have panned some musicals before on this podcast, but like this one is a hundred percent deserving. Yeah. It deserved to run for one performance. Yeah. Uh, although I think it did give us great laughs. Yeah. I liked, I miss you most on Sundays. Yeah, that was a nice. Again, the Charles and Camilla stuff is great. I'm invested. Yeah. For the first time, maybe ever in my life, I'm ready for a Camilla musical. Yeah. Um, it's, oh, the so the James Hewitt stuff is really interesting. And I, I like. That liked, is like one of the few moments w- with him getting transferred where we see that moment where she's like, they're fucking they're with fucking me. They're fucking with me. They are manipulating yeah. me. And I know like that they are. And that's like one of the are. only moments we ever get it. Yeah. Uh, give me more of that yeah because it doesn't matter if they were or if they weren't we need to see all the moments where she goes they are yes we need to see the moments where she's staring in the mirror like gripping a shard of glass going they're trying to <laughs> fucking break me and they're not gonna break like exactly. hand over the candle flame <laughs> exactly they, they, they won't pe- fear is the mind killer fear you know what i mean just right. like we need those moments where she is losing it and we're not sure if yeah. it's did he get moved because he's in the military and military men get moved or did he get moved because they knew it about the affair. It could have gotten leaked and, and the yeah. queen said, absolutely not. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Just Exactly. Uh, I want more of that. I want more. Yeah. What the fuck? I want more. Make her crazy. <laughs> make her go crazy. Make make us think that she is losing her mind because that right. is happening. Her Guess marriage. Like cheap girl boss. Thank Come you. on. It's well, right there. That is the tagline for Camilla. <laughs> Our musical about Camilla Parker Uh She just... Yeah, I just I just kept being frustrated with how surface level all of this yeah. was, which brings me to the most surface level song I've ever fucking heard. The oh fuck God, you dress. I can't. The fuckity 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 fuck you dress. I know and they're they not even saying they fuck. They're saying fuck. Yeah, I I know they thought they were clever for oh, that. Oh, hundred percent. Mad, and then not having the queen say it. Yeah. I. It's not. We're just. Yeah. Yeah. It's. It's utter horseshit. No, <laughs> like there's nothing else you can really say about it. it the, it's terrible. It's not good. It's a bad decision. It makes me mad. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. There's not a lot of decisions I liked in this musical at no. all. At all. Uh, I don't have really any more notes. Do you have anything? Did we miss some stuff? I know we did because we've been jumping around a lot, but I don't have anything that I have after Fu Dress the Queen. Grants them the divorce. Yeah. And then, oh, an officer's wife. I didn't like that. I I know. I didn't either. Because it felt like they were, like, it felt like they were trying to sympathize. Again, going back to the, like, both sides of it all. They're trying to make the queen seem sympathetic. She's yeah. essentially in that song being like, I did my duty. Why can't you do yours? Yeah. Uh, suck it up. Right. Get over it. Which is kind of the through line of the royal family. Like, yeah, yeah Charles <laughs> made me think of me and Six being like, yeah, you don't get to cheat on him. He's the king. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah, exactly. You don't get to do whatever you want. You're not the king. <laughs> right. Which I was maligned for, <laughs> rightfully so. <laughs> but there is a little bit of that. Uh, there is a little bit of that in an officer's wife, which right. is, yeah, he does get to do whatever he wants. He's royal. You married into this. Exactly. That was part of the agreement that you, you didn't realize, but you were agreeing to just go along with whatever he does. And right. that's not, 
you you don't have any agency. No. You should have known that. Mm-hmm. You could have been the queen. Like, if you had just held out a little longer, you could have been the, the queen. Like, right. you could have been the one in charge, right? And, well, not in charge, but yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just, all right, I guess, but it doesn't hit. I don't want them to be friends and I don't want her and the queen to have a moment after the divorce is granted. I don't want them to have resolution. I want her to say to Charles, yes, you can have a divorce and she won't retain this title. whatever. Like here are the terms that I agree to for your divorce. Would love that scene. A mother dictating her, the the terms of her son's divorce. I think that is incredible. I think that's, that's a show. Uh, That's a number I'd love to see. And then that's and a really then, cool fact I'd like to know. <laughs> that's a cool fact I'd like to know. And then uh and then I don't want the Queen and Diana to interact anymore. Like no, I don't want them to have to. resolve because no. they've never been directly Mm-mm. in conflict. So why are they now getting resolution? Exactly. No. It just it feels like and this is the thing. These guys have a Tony for a musical. Yeah. It feels like they don't know how to write a show. I don't think they do. I think they got very lucky. With Memphis, yeah. Yeah. Or they don't know how to write this show, at least. Yeah. It's tough. I guess I can give them that. It's hard. It's 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 tough to write about this subject. I in particular, I think. It's very fraught. Yeah. I don't think that you can do it unless you're going into it with a point a very strong yes. point of view. And you need to hold on to it. Yeah. And I don't think they had one and they certainly didn't hold on to it. No, no. Because they have it to be with. So that is, I don't have anything else. Yeah. I and I don't even think this end. show deserves a man in chair. Yeah. Because I think we both, I think everyone knows our man in chair is no. No, don't, don't even watch it. Yeah. Honestly. Well, unless you want to get drunk with and us and then watch it. Fun and like laugh at how bad <laughs> musical theater can be. It's not even like the songs are fun to sing along to. Yeah. So I don't even know what the entertainment value it has is other than just truly cackling at it once and yeah. you're done. Yeah, basically. So yeah, do not recommend wow, for me. First time in bits over Broadway history that just we have no man in chair. Yeah. I just can't even bring my, we listen this, we've been repetitive so much throughout this, but yeah. we cannot emphasize enough that it makes it hard to watch when that's yeah. your, when that's the only takeaway you have, like, ugh. This could have been good. I saw it four times where it could have been good right. and it wasn't. It was bad and you just made the wrong choice every time. Like, why do I want to sit through an hour and a half of that? Yeah, Yuck. exactly. Yuck. Yuck. So mm. it's closed. RIP. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Connor, anything to plug? No, as usual, you can find me across all platforms at CRLA12 on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. Any funny things I am working on, you can find there. Meryl, how about you? Nothing for me, but you can find this podcast across all pa- platforms at Bits Over B-Way. You can find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Bits Over B-Way. You can email us, bitsoverbway at gmail.com. You can find us across all podcast platforms, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Play. If we're not there, let us know and we'll try and get there. Um, yeah, that is all I have. Bye. Bye. Young gals these days just don't respect the classics.